<clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. I asked him, "What would you like to do?" And then he he said, uh, "I wanna take you on my motorbike, bring you to the mountains, and bury you." What? Welcome to another episode of Misconceptions. We have another topic on relationships and a juicy one at that. So today, we're here to talk about online dating in its various forms, how to create that swipe right kind of profile, how to open a conversation when to swipe right or left, and more importantly, how to avoid being catfish. Of course, we are also here to hear about funny stories along the way. As you may know, I'm no expert on this, so I brought two beautiful guests today to talk about everything on online dating. They have their own podcast called Thirsty and Thirty, a fun, informative, and a blind leading the blind chat show on smarter love and kinder relationships. So their show is actually the very first podcast I ever guested on, and that's why I'm so happy to have both of them here today to share their expertise. So welcome, Bea and Shari. Glad to have both of you here today. Hi, Mish. Thanks for inviting us. I'm so... You know, as dating experts. Yeah. I love that you already have your own podcast, by the way. It's something we kept pushing you to do, and yay, we're both here. Yeah. Again, Bea and I are blind leading the blind, but, you know, Bea and I were talking about it lately. We're like, oh my gosh, Bea, we're actually learning. Like, people ask us for advice, and then suddenly we're like, oh my God, did we just give that? We got that from the show, (laughs) for sure. Even we're less blind now. Yeah, I was reviewing some of our tapes or audio in the beginning of the podcast season, like season one. And I was like, oh, we are so different on our mindset, the way we, I think this episode one, we were super aggressive, like all men are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we're right, we're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, parang how do you approach it in a smart way for those people who, who are not too familiar with or who hasn't used a dating app and let's say they're already there and they're about to meet someone. What are your like usual tips on how they can be smart about it or what are their considerations? Yeah. I mean, I've been a big believer of um, dating apps for a long time. I think the one that really changed my life was Bumble because then I had the choice. It wasn't all these men just coming into my messages and I just had to be more cautious about them but with Bumble you really do have that option to be the one with the first move and there is a stigma though because one time I was with my family in Japan and I took them to like the best uh, tempura place like very obscure and they asked me where did you get this uh, recommendation and I was like oh I got it from Bumble <laughs> I couldn't say it in my heart and be like yeah I got it from someone I'm talking to Bumble because they would think I would, I was such a magnet for, you know, a serial killer or I don't know what it was. Yeah. So I guess it's not accepted. But lately, I think a lot of parents are coming to terms with it because um, that's the only option right now. Yeah, I think safety is one of the concerns, right? especially it, it wasn't us available during their time. Naparang, huh, you're meeting someone over some app and you don't even know if that person is real or if that person is, you know, genuine or... Yeah, they don't even say app. They say on the internet. Yes. And you know, when you say you meet somebody from the internet in their time, it's like some shady guy in the basement. Exactly. And it's not really like that anymore. Yeah. yeah. I had this well, one experience. 
I had this one experience. I was going to Sydney for a few days, so I turned on my Bumble, and I met this guy. And he said he loved motorcycles because I'm a sucker for the bad boy. And then I, I said, "I'll be in Sydney for a few days. We we should catch up." And he and then he said, "What would you like to do?" I was like, "Oh, we could just catch up for a drink." And then he, I asked him, "What would you like to do?" And then he. He said, uh, "I want to take you on my motorbike, bring you to the mountains, and bury you." I was like, "Oh, wow!" <laughs> he said he wanted to bury me. <laughs> like, I guess I don't know with a shovel or something. I hope he said unmatch. <laughs> yeah, I was happen. like, "Oh, I did reply, of course," but <laughs> yeah. it was bizarre that people would take it that much of a stretch. I understand the safety precaution. The f- yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. I think yeah. that's important also when you do the the virtual dating. Be smart. I mean, you know, be smart about who you meet up with. Don't just because he's good looking on the photo. It doesn't mean that he's a nice person, right? Yeah. And always tell your friends, I'm going to go here to meet this person at this time. Just so you're sure. Plate number. Matching uh-uh. plate number. <laughs> <laughs> I think the smartest way is to do your research first. Before you even agree on going on the date and be safe on the date, is you do check social media. That's important. If somebody doesn't want to give you their social media, that's a red flag. You don't go on that date. So usually you just got their Facebook, you got their Instagram, and then you can move on and all things check out. And then when you do move on to the date, pick them on the spot. Don't go hiking up a mountain <laughs> on your first date <laughs> where Romantic. there's no cell- yeah where there's no cell reception. No, no, It's uh, it's fun. It's exciting. No. You go to a restaurant where there are people inside. <laughs> There's really so much to talk about, like online dating. Because uh, earlier, Bea mentioned, you know, Bumble changed it for you because you can now initiate the first move, right? So for yeah. Tinder, people could just message you at any point in time. Well, once you matched with, yes, they can. Interesting. So I, I bet there are a lot of other apps. And with Bumble giving you the power to be the one to initiate and have that first move. I guess from your side, na filter mo na yun, from that end, right? And True. going to that profile, you both mentioned like it's good to read the profile, see if there's anything that you guys have anything in common so for you to have that conversation. So going to that Bumble um, environment where you're the one who will make the first move, how do you usually open the conversation? Cherry's better at this. I'm always uh, like, just a weird person. <laughs> I mean, I think my favorite one was um this guy who put like a song lyric that said, I like girls who are five five with a with a smile and what is it? It's by like the sunshine. Something like that. It's some sort of lyrics I can't even really remember. It's from a song Caramel. And I think my style is I read the bio and I connect it. So I said something like, I'm five eight, I have brown eyes, and I I, I have a good smile. Um, I think that's usually my <laughs> intro. Like, is that is that okay with you? I think that was my my best. So always read the bio and I connect it. Um, Mine is more vague. I always go like, "Any luck here?" <laughs> I don't uh, know. I like that. So, so basically, they kind of either answer like, "This is you know, this is the worst place to meet people," or they'll be super optimistic or disinterested. So you kind of can gauge there what kind of person they are. I don't know. It's worked for me. Not in the long run in terms I'm in a happy ending situation, but I feel like I've met interesting people through it. Yeah. And I think that's how you should uh, know, enter dating apps because I don't think of it now. This is my moment. I'm going to find my friends charming. No, look at it as a way to improve your conversation skills. And if somehow you catch a good fish, then you're lucky. But yeah. 
if you come in there like with that main goal, well, I mean, you're just gonna disappoint yourself. That's oh my God, I'm so pessimistic. I'm so pessimistic. <laughs> no, but that's very interesting because I think I've heard from um, I think one friend who was sharing her experience in dating app that they find it weird when they were starting it because you already have this mindset that you're there because you're looking for someone. So, parang mm-hmm. that's thrown out the window, right? Yung, yung, yung getting to know sometimes just for to become friends. But it's really because you're looking for someone to be with or for someone to date. Because typically, in a no- normal setting, you meet someone, you say hi, hello, you gauge each other, you you become friends, and then eventually, you realize, ah, pwede pala siya, di ba? Something like that. So, online dating app, it's different. Eh? The fact, parang, people are thinking the fact that you're there means naghahanap ka. So when you start matching, that means you're attracted to each other. When when you said, Jerry, na parang, you know, you just go in there, not just immediately thinking that this is your chance, but for you to improve your conversation, that's really one good way to like approach it, diba? Yeah. And because don't forget, I mean, not to sound crass, but not everybody there, they're not all looking for relationships. Most men there, I mean, as, as sad as Are they honest, not? They're no, not? No, I know, <laughs> Bailey, they fooled. I know. No, I they're not all looking. the men were just like, like to get Yeah, because I mean, Bea and I, at the end of the day, what we're looking for is love. We're not very swiping and looking for sex. I mean, you know, again, yeah. Yeah. not to sound crass, but that's what most men look for. So you gotta come in there with a sense of humor, else you will get disappointed. <laughs> yeah, and I also think people and the newer apps are more, they've already done the Tinder face. So I feel like they're over that. That's like mainstream dating app. And then you could go to Bumble. And then there's things like, there's another one. I don't know if it's Hinge, but Hinge another- is good. Coffee meets bagel. I heard it's pretty good. I haven't tried that though. There's one that unites you based on the things you hate, oh. and I oh. think that's good because wow. it's like they say the- that yeah. So basically, nothing that- brings people closer together than yes. common hatred. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. and then another one where it tells you that you've uh, crossed path with this person in like two kilometers ago. So there's many mm-hmm. ways to go about it, and people just have to get creative. And even Clubhouse people use it to shoot their shots. Really? So, yeah, I've heard. Bea, even Bea said like, oh, she one of her tips in their first episode. This was about virtual dating. Her tips was like, go on a Zoom meeting, join the webinar, make sure you look good, turn on your camera, and you never know, somebody might slide in. I was like, that's right. <laughs> it worked for one of our listeners, but um, she was in a Zoom meeting and she matched, not matched, but like they started something due to that Zoom meeting. Yeah. Common interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. What are the odds, no? What? I guess my next question would be, what makes you swipe right and what makes you swipe left? Let's just remove like attracted to what they look like. I'm huge on bio. I mean, again, I like reading a good bio. If your bio is blank, that's a red flag. You're looking for <laughs> not what I'm looking for, I'm sure. <laughs> and if I see a dog, like a person with a dog in the photo, that's a right for me. Mm. Well, uh, I don't even have that criteria. I think I just go with my mood. But as long as they look put together, I think that's my main criteria. Habang my planner to. That's my. Those are my options. And then if they're doing something with their life, so I did swipe right on someone who had his own beer company in Japan, just because like I'm an F and B, so it was an interest to me. But if they're passionate about something, it means that. That'd be interesting to get to know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So those are like within the app, right? So what are the typical? Um, I think Shari mentioned the blank yung yung profile. That's already one of the red flag for her. What other red flags are there, right? For these dating apps, or even like when someone messages you randomly through your Instagram, or slides into your DM, or messages you via Facebook or Messenger, like all these virtual dating. What are your typical red flags? I have one. I have one oh, like standout. Anyone who uh, puts you in a pedestal right away, or like calls you baby right away, or um, that. Why or this hey, is babe, this is one from our. Oh yeah, I'm do that. One from our episode with Pia Wurzbach, where she just says like about like getting a compliment on the first date, and I think that's the same with dating apps. Like if you're overly complimenting the person, like I just don't think that's gonna be any. It's sustainable or any good, and yeah, baby, baby's baby. a killer. Hey, how babe. are you, my? How are you, my father? I hate the hey, baby. Right? <laughs> hey, babe, nice smile. Like ew, no, 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 pop, baby. No <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, that's a red flag. Red flag to me also is uh, grainy photos. <laughs> um, that's a red flag. Old Pixelated. photos. <laughs> oh, uh, photos with girls like hugging. Hug- <laughs> I don't know. I like hand on the waist like are you here to to find someone or you're just showing that you have a lot of options i don't get it red flags and then actually sometimes i know the most annoying part is you don't really know the red flags so that's the simple ones the ones that they and are saying that there's no bio but sometimes you swipe right in a good bio or good photo (laughs) and then the first message is like something extremely like what where <laughs> did that what was the worst that i've gotten yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh uh, the worst that i got is like hi and then it's like hi she's like he's like oh, you have a nice smile i'm like thanks and it's like do you want my d- oh my god in your mouth <laughs> no and then i unmatched <laughs> oh my god. Then, that's pretty upfront yeah. yeah i was like thank you for being honest but no that like a lot of of things like that <laughs> has wow. happened and before I honestly I did get I used to get really upset every time I got like somebody sent me an unsolicited oh photo God. or uh, lines like that I would get ticked off but now I mean well I don't have apps now but before when I'd get them I'd be like ah, now it's funny <laughs> you have to have a sense of humor yes. when you're in the dating apps like I don't think you can take it too seriously like you can put systems in place yeah. to have better chances but it's not the same as meeting someone in a physical aspect. It's just, it's a solution. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, like, w- once you're there, right, you're done with a whole profile reading, you're, you've swiped right, you've matched, and then you've started conversing with that person already, and you try to understand each other's um, interests and see if you guys are a good match. Talaga. Well, after that, mm. talking. You don't even know if that guy or that girl is catfish, right? I mean, I'm not sure if you guys see, see Watch Circle. They've recently finished the season two, and it's just wild. And I mean, diba parang you just base it off what yeah. you know from the profile and from what they're saying, and you don't even know if it's the lie or not. It's the paranoia and the whole thing that you don't know. Yeah, we we had a guest, uh, Jason Vern. It was mm-hmm. a huge cat. I don't know if you've heard about her catfishing story, but basically she was catfished for was it eight months, Bea? Close to a yeah, year. Yeah, a year. Mm-hmm. She flew. Yeah. She's from Cebu, and she flew into Manila twice to meet this guy. So 
basically there was an actor that they hired and it's just an, such an intricate catfish and then of course it freaks you out it could happen to, to me or to whoever yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think that's one of the dark sides of dating apps is because people can live their their desirable selves the ones that they really want to be and like I think when we did the catfish episode before that we were watching um, MTV's catfish and mm. the reason why they the guy, I forgot his name, but he started that TV show was he was catfished by someone for so long, like a middle-aged American woman who pretended to be his girlfriend just because they had like a common interest in art. And that's scary, but at the same time, you can, I think after one month, if you haven't really seen proof that this person <laughs> is real or... Yes. Yeah, but some are really good liars, right? Yeah, yeah, like Jason. They hired an actor. So sometimes you really can't tell. You just got to pray. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can do your due diligence, but some people are good cons. But again, also, what are the odds of that happening yeah. to you? Not too big. Yeah. I haven't been catfished. Should... I hope not. Have you? <laughs> no, have you been? So. I no, I haven't so. either. Thank God. I have not. Yeah, I, I think, think I'm too conservative. But the less that. that we see a lot of these stories where there people are having bad experience. But before pre-pandemic, where are the stories where we hear people who successfully announced that they've uh, met someone in the dating app and the relationship that they have right now, the long-term relationship is actually from a dating app, right? Even mm-hmm. uh, I've even heard stories. They don't even say that they met in the dating app. They even just say, oh, we met somewhere and then they make a whole story out of it. Parang, it's one of the things that they still hide because they, to them, it's still a taboo or there's still that stigma. So we hear more of the stories of the bad side, but we don't get to hear like the good side. Uh, lately, lang, when I guess with the pandemic, it's more acceptable because it's where else, right? Could you find someone and meet someone and talk to someone new apart from those people that you already know. So what are the good sides of it? I know both of you are like an advocate of the dating app, right? So what are the typical good side of it? And even from you and from the people you've talked to before. Wow. Um, I have one that works with me and she is our librarian, bubbliest lady, just really lovely. And she met her husband and Badu. And she said that they just had an instant connection. And I guess, if anything, you lessen the waste of time um, with dating apps because there's only so much you can do with it. It's not like you can do, uh, I don't know, so many different kinds of dates. It's just very limited. So you might as well try to either commit or cut loose. So that's an example. I was shocked, but. I've been seeing a lot of them, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I think we we put so much stress on the dating app word. That it's dating. Dating is dating. Whether or not you've met here, you've met there. Um, you could have met in a conference virtually. But it's practically the same thing, right? So I think you should separate it and take a person as a person, not a person as you met online. You know? Um, I think it's important to state there. Like one of the good things, based on my personal experience, I'm still friends with some of my matches, and it's. I think that's a plus side of dating apps. Also, maybe not love, but a good friend, acquaintances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. For those people that you've matched before, do you encounter any paranoia or parang worry that what if this person is also talking to someone else? Because you don't see that. How do you deal with that? <laughs> I think you just have to admit to yourself that 
he's on a dating app, you're in a dating app. If you're yeah. talking to other people as well, he's probably talking to other people <laughs> as well. So I think you have to be real and, uh, until you both explicitly say that you're not talking to other people and you're going to stop talking to other people. You assume that they are talking to other people and so should you. To me, that's how it is. I don't know. Bea, I have a more uh, very, what do you call it? Like a mom telling their child what to do. Like <laughs> I am telling myself, if I am getting itchy, waiting for a reply from a guy, just put the phone down, do 10 burpees or go for a walk. And then you'll forget that person. But yeah, I think it's common. Like it's very, you don't want to feel like, they're selecting from a big menu you know you want to feel like they're they saw something special in you but unfortunately dating apps do give you that paradox of choice so it's a buffet yeah you can't blame them but i am a girl i do get a little bit of uh i don't know what you call that it's a ta- like a tingle or a tangle <laughs> in your tummy or your head that yeah. you are worried like you do get worried like but at the same time if they match with someone better then they weren't probably meant for you you can't force mm-hmm. it yeah exactly am, just be realistic i think yeah. champion is disappointing we're human champion want to be the number one yeah. choice you don't want to be anybody's plan b c d e f g whatever but you got to be realistic Yeah, I mean, you just go look at our grandparents' time. Like, they probably met on the same street. Or I know people that wrote letters eight years and then they were apart. And you just have to just trust that it will work out. Like, I think I heard, I lived in Australia for a long time. And I heard this, like, um, these two grandparents that they wrote each other from two farms. It's yeah. like a way more complicated LDR because you had no video call. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of patience. You snail mail, snail mail. <laughs> a lot of patience and um, imagination there. Yeah. yeah. So you oh, always sweet. have a choice. That's sweet though. I yeah, like you, that story. You have a choice. Either you date someone the down down your street, or you take a risk. But it's up to you. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I mean. I know there are a lot of changes right now. I think ako na ni bago nga ako when the lockdown happened and there's like this whole Facebook group. I think I've shared this during my guesting with you, like the Phil Chai Kai Show group, right? It was made mm-hmm. exclusively for like Phil Chai where they could be posted similar to like subtle Asian dating. And I think there was a, I think, Filipino version of it also. And then people would start messaging you like PM is key. So there are a lot of changes in the dating um, space right now. And I guess most of the time, people could just really adapt and see the good side of it more than, you know, sticking to the whole old school stigma where ah, desperado ka lang or desperate ka lang or no one wants you. That's why you're there. I mean, there's just really old school and it's just really one form of meeting people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, with our show, we've been doing a lot of research. And what I found is that there's so many Facebook community groups that if you ever feel like you're desperate, just read through everyone's comments. Like, I think my <laughs> top right. ones are How to Not Die Alone. That's I think they made a Facebook group for the book. And then there's also the Datable podcast. They have a group. You really do feel like, oh, there should be a universal like love anonymous group. I'm sure there is. And we should all join. Yeah, we should all join. I mean, 
And again, no judgment. Why would you even consider yourself desperate? I mean, everybody yeah. wants to be in love. Everybody wants to feel loved. I think it's the most common thing. And I don't understand the stigma that you did meet somebody the conventional way. Does it mean that your love is less? Or does it mean that your, your love is not as exciting because you didn't throw a rock and hit him outside? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, they're just, it's nice to try other facets, you know? Agree. Yeah. I guess just to cap things, I just want to ask, you know, what are your tips first for the ladies who are planning to or still hesitating to go into the on- online dating app or online dating virtual dating space? And the other side is what are your tips for men who are from a woman's point of view, like about how do we guide them just to make their profiles, I don't know, more desirable or more I know. Appetizing. Appetizing or more <laughs> yeah. swipe right T. Is that a term? Yeah. Swipe yeah. right the bowl. I know. Yeah. Well, choose a nice smiling photo. Uh, have a photo with a hobby of yours, uh, a full body. And black and white, who knew black and white was a thing, especially for the men, apparently. And also, I saw another tip that a photo looking away and not directly at the camera is a good one. <laughs> but, uh, I know. I, I saw there's so much research. I, I know we're research. Yeah, we are research researchers now, Bea. And I guess a good bio. And I think my tip also for women is that don't put so much pressure on yourself. Use it as practice ground. Think yeah. of it as like that. I mean, um, what we said also in our first episode: the virtual world's cleavage is your brain. So it's important to polish up your you know communication skills, read up, and learn how to make genuine conversations. If it doesn't work out, and then again, it's a buffet, guys. Swipe again. <laughs> wow. The way I would approach dating is James Clear's Atomic Habits. I think mm-hmm. he has like four principles there where it's like, make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. So for women, I just feel like follow those four principles, read that book, and put the reps in. So like... Put yourself like, okay, I'm going to swipe right 10 times this week. And then this month, I'm going to go on one video virtual date. I think you should do more, but, you know, start slow. Wow. (laughs) One a week. more. Yeah, like one a week or one a month and commit to it. And if it's a bad date, because I've had bad dates as well, is write down Mm -hmm. what was bad about it in your journal if you have one or on your phone and then so you go on a next date, you know what's going to make it better. But my advice for the guys, this is also from Logan Yuri. I'm not going to take credit for this. She had a new stutter this week about um, making a play date because like play is so important for our creativity in our life. And I feel like men need to have more dates that are around play. Like mm-hmm. like Inuman or drink on the screen, Zoom screen. Try to make it playful whether you teach each other piano or i don't know what people do cross- Bea and i are babe and i are big fans <laughs> of um learning how to cook together that's fun yeah that's a fun date there that is a good day yeah yes so for men be creative and be funny not douchey i think that's also mm-hmm. key and women mm-hmm. put their reps in yeah <laughs> and be open don't be so scared women and that may not think advice oh. I mean, you, should, not. <laughs> you can be as methodical as you want to be but if you're so scared and you're putting so much pressure on yourself you are not going to do the method you're not going to put the reps in because you're scared yeah. of failure or rejection we all get rejected even be a words back in our episode she gets rejected she's miss universe oh my god so, really guys that's fine wala, okay yeah. so we don't have a lot of my heart because si miss universe is reject 
Exactly. Even our celebrity guests, they'll always say, because our premise in the show is, wag mabudol yung babae. And they always say, oh, nabubudol rin ako. I was like, okay, the, at least like it's yeah. universal. Love problems are universal and dating mm-hmm. problems are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think my last question, because this is a misconception podcast, I will ask both of you, what is a common misconception about you? Oh. I, well, for me as a person, I've always been called cold and masungan. And I can see, Bay will agree that I am. But truthfully, deep inside, I am quite a warm person. Diba, Bea? Please, please agree. <laughs> You're a teddy bear. You're warm and fuzzy. You're a hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting to be microwaved. <laughs> no, you just have to shove me and put me in an oven and I'll warm up eventually. Wherever you heat up your um, uh-huh, hot you chocolate. Have to, you have to thaw me a little bit. I think that's my misconception. Okay, misconception for me because I have been through a lot of like crazy dating experiences and I do tend to have ridiculous stories. I am a ridiculous person or a little bit too wild. I don't think I am. I think it's just a circumstance of just being open and meeting a lot of people. But I'm rediscovering myself like everyone else at this moment in this pandemic. Bayak is a Martha Stewart also. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do love... um, the CBD community. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I the garden. No. I the garden. Yeah, no, I love the margaritas. Yeah. Our yeah. hashtag now is hashtag wife material. So that's us. <laughs> yes, we just need the husband material. Yeah, just, we just need. How about, how about you? How about you, Mish? What's your answer to that? What's your what's a misconception yes. about you? We're gonna flip it. <laughs> no worries. Um, well, common misconception is masungit ako because I have an RBF. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. other misconception is I like, uh, well, I, I love posting kasi on, in, on IG stories or Instagram or all those things. But honestly, I'm still as private as I can be. Um, basically, what I post is what I want you to see. But everything else that's not there is really something private to me. So same with what I told you, ladies, right before. I still don't want to sh- go, go out there and show my face. I still love the privacy. Um, and I don't like the spotlight and I don't like promoting myself so that this whole podcast really is still a challenge for me because technically you're, I need to promote it and promote myself right so yon, parang kasi, lang na, it looks like I like the spotlight but I actually don't mm. yeah I enjoy cool. backstage and mm. I have one follow-up question what will make you swipe right yeah mm, profile also so uh, okay. I would think I would read the profile and see if there's anything in common um, that might be of interest. And ano pa ba? I actually don't mind the, the the music or the the playlist. I don't look at that, but more really on the interest. And mga little what do you call this? There's this um, categories at that right? Like when you, when they when they ask you what are you looking for or you're oh, right. all those mm-hmm. things. So I immediately mm-hmm. see my non-negotiables because I I no offense to anyone who smokes, but it's just really not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much you. for sharing your stories and for being here. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And guys, please do check out our podcast, Thirsty and Thirty. You can go to our website, thirstyandthirty.club, so you don't miss any of our episodes. Right, Bea? Yeah, send us some problems. Love problems and success. We love, we love them. Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. you should go ahead and look at that and check their podcast out. I know you guys like post um a lot like vlogs, right? If I'm not mi- mistaken, I think 
there are a lot of newsletters also. Mm. Yeah, we try to help people. Yeah, it's really in the process. <laughs> We're in the process of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there. Thank you so much. Anything else you want to plug? Or we end the well, episode? Uh, well, we are wife material. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're, we are live. <laughs> Slide, slide into slide, it. No, I think it, uh, we do a live episode every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Yeah. on our YouTube channel. There we talk all about love, its complications, its quirks, and yeah. whatever we, you know, and then, just drinks amongst the friends. Yeah, and then Sunday we do try to tone it down and we do more successful stories of women. And later on, we want to do men and couples as well. Because, you know, we want to know the habits of people that are really kind of good in life and their relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much again, ladies, for being here this afternoon. And I hope our listeners are able to like learn something from us this in this episode. That's it. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Mish. That's it for today's episode of Misconceptions. If you enjoyed it, please share this online and with your friends. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, Misconceptions Podcast, and do follow us on Instagram at Misconceptions. See you in the next. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.